Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 119 of Suicide Squad. The minute's going to start out with uh, a defeated Enchantress uh, begging Katana to let her join her brother. Mm-hmm. in death mm-hmm. that is uh, and the minute's going to end with um a defeated rick flag standing up from a lifeless body of enchantress mm-hmm. i was trying not to give things away but fuck it <laughs> yeah it's it's it there's a there's a little that happens but we're it, at the end guys it, this is it we're we're, we're pedaling down yeah, basically all there is to take from this is that... Resolutions. Uh, Enchantress is defeated, and now Rick Flagg, who must come to terms with... We've had Harley Quinn with her moment. Deadshot had her, his character moment, um, in which he had to come to terms with things in order to sacrifice them, uh, just to defeat Enchantress and the machine. And this is Rick Flagg's moment. He's our third character. Uh, if we go back to that thing that all teams have a trinity, uh, he is supposed to be their Superman moment. Um, and so he is supposed to be good guy number three. Um, and so he's, he's he's making this decision that, that might kill June Moon because he knows he needs to destroy Enchantress. And it really just is that. It's that big moment for him. And... I understand why they were like, hey, he needs to be the one to destroy the heart because he needs to make that decision. So it's a good directing choice that they that they went back and they were like, okay, the heart cannot just be simply destroyed by Katana, although that, that would have been really cool and she looks really cool doing she it. She looks great. She looks fantastic. She looks so good There's in this There's something I noticed that was really cool about Katana is when she gets ready to kill Enchantress, her the whites of her eyes really blend in oh, with the mask. When you she see, looks away yeah. at Rick, yeah, and that was... It's a really nice ooh, color good, correction. That's a good mask. Yeah. That's a really good mask. It's a really good costume. I see yeah. it. Every time I look at it, I go, this is by far one of the coolest designs for a character. Um, very underappreciated. So, like I said, I enjoy uh, the hair and makeup thing for Suicide Squad. I I I believe in it. I really, I think they do some good stuff. Um, I my issue is that when it comes to awards and ceremonies, like um, that, it becomes like uh, if you didn't win or if you only get nominated, or if you don't get nominated, then there's no appreciation for it. So it is a very pass or fail thing when it comes to criticizing films, and I don't like that that's a thing. But I do wish people would go back to Suicide Squad just to say that the way the characters are designed. Honestly, characters like Katana, I'm like this. This deserves praise. Um, she is a very, very, very cool designed character, um, and you want to see more of her. But I understand this being the right time for Rick Flag. Um, she just needs more love. As as we move on to sequels and stuff, um, I really wish they would bring back Karen Fukuhara as uh, Katana. I honestly mm-hmm. think they need to bring it, bring back the character. Show us some more cool moments from her. Um, but where's this, Croc? He's he's back there. He's, he's just in the 
back in the he's he's back somewhere what do they call it the swamp term back in the back in the boonies back in the links i don't know what is, back in the weeds back in the weeds back in the swamp back in the links back at shrek's place i think that's place. a golf term back in the links you think killer croc and swamp thing would be good buddies uh nope no Mm-mm. Mm. maybe i don't know maybe swamp thing probably sees him as like a you're, uh, you're, abandoned no um a refugee no 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 like um pity no something that that helps the environment go along because you know like uh circle life so. and everything like that and if he's feeding on like the wildlife in the swamps and in the bayou and stuff that also helps him also helps him churning up the water for the different microorganisms to move on and and you know replicate and all these things and What's that called when uh, it's something I, I, in the ecosystem? I think, I could, I think um, it's just part of the cycle. Like, it's important for the the cycle of the environment. Like bees pollinating things. Yeah. Like, like Croc is probably seen by, by Swamp Thing as like a... help is the environment. He's churning the waters up. Oh, okay. I think Killer Croc would actually have a very lot of... Um, a lot of respect for Swamp Thing and, and hopefully... Swamp Thing would see Killer Croc as a, as a product abandoned I feel by, like it'd be like my child. You're yeah. welcome here, like, kind of thing. Yeah, I honestly think Swamp Thing would kind of. I think that would be someone who could turn Killer Croc into being a better person, because he would be someone who's accepting of Killer Croc for who they are. Maybe um, I'm not sure if Swamp Thing would have a better. They would chance sh- at that, or if Animal Man would. They would share that Venn diagram of saying. Yeah, humans are the worst, and they treat you like shit. They treat me like shit. Mankind and what they produce is god awful. Yeah, you are safe, Killer but Croc. But so, so Killer Croc only hangs out in the swamps and like lives there among the the plants and stuff. Literally, and the plants is like, is Swamp Thing's domain, not just the swamp and like he doesn't do the creatures in the swamp. It's just you know, uh, vegetated life. Yeah, but that's getting into like the green. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So like with with Croc being probably connected to the red in some way mm-hmm. so that'd be animal man territory um yeah there's that alliance that could have been like you know you have poison ivy you have killer croc you have swamp thing um even beast boy like there's there's some venn diagram there where they might feel like there's some tangibility amongst them and their motives and stuff. Some get pushed into villainy, some get pushed to be heroes, but there could still be that conflict that they want to solve. Gorilla Grodd, same thing, although he is maniacal. Like, to me, he's crazy. Like, he might have had a good idea once, but that uh, Gorilla Grodd is, like, off the deep end. Um, So I could see a lot of people seeing him as being an extremist, but, um, yeah, there's there's always something there to, like, play around with. When When you get to involve those... DC characters that are imbued with nature, like mm-hmm. they have ties with nature and stuff. So uh, it'd be interesting to see that kind of character uh, relationship. Um, with Enchantress, she's saying, she's basically telling us what we already know in the fact that like if Rick Flag destroys his heart, um, then June Moon passes away. Rick Flag. uh, is really urging Enchantress just to make that choice on her own, and she's saying that he does not have the balls to go through with what he means to do. Do you think she should have said it in Spanish? I probably would have liked it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Incubus I was talking in Spanish. 
I think... Or whatever dialect it was. It was Diablo speaking Spanish. Diablo, uh, yeah, they shared a dialect. Um, How do you feel? Uh, how do you say balls in Spanish? No, Huevos. no. That's egg. <laughs> That's how you say egg. Um, how, did you, how do you feel about um, this final moment between Rick Flag and Enchantress? You, you okay with it? Um... I'm a, I'm a, I'm in agreement with you where it has to be Rick's like moment yeah, and his like his, is, his 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 right. choice yeah yeah I get and it. like you see it on all the other teams' faces where it's like yeah he should be the one doing this and at this point oh, this yes. sucks he's pretty much killing his uh, the girl that he loved yeah um, can't get her back kind of thing um, I didn't think that crushing it would be that easy it's but then mummified. again we saw Amanda Waller stabbing it a few times. With like a scapel or a yeah. pen, it did look a lot fuller that when it was the CGI heart being stabbed, it was a it was a full on heart. This time it's like mummified heart with the Dreamcatcher wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. So and twigs. Yeah, uh, it is more brittly and and ashy this time. Um, it's okay. It's good. Uh, I like defeated Enchantress. I like this like smoldering husk version of her where she's very super Oh yeah, crippled. she does have steam coming off of her. Yeah, she's been blown into this staircase somehow. Mm-hmm. Um which is still it's the effect on the staircase is really cool. Like the melton molten rock when they're I think in the beginning of the episode it has like some sound bits of like like you know river rock uh, or like graphite clacking together. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yes. Um I I I really enjoy rock noises. <laughs> like the ambient noise, like you know, when, I had like, to take a, a geology cartoon. class in college, and I it kind of imprinted on me now. Where it's like, you know, they say like, oh, you don't really learn anything. Like nowadays, when I see any kind of rock, I'm like, oh, I'm very fascinated by the way this rock looks and seeing mm-hmm. the layers and stuff. And you know, when people mention rocks and elements, I am always very interested in listening. I like the sound of like a like a pile of rocks mm-hmm. like falling down a cliff yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that kind of ASMR of like yeah. rocks falling. And um, there was a cinder block from Teen Titans, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Whenever he moved around, it made like that cinder block moving on other concrete sound. Oh, yeah, that, just, that concrete yeah. slab I, noise. I love that sound. <laughs> I really enjoy that sound. Yeah, it is cool stuff. You hear a little bit of it uh, from this from this melted staircase. Um, but then, but I'm still confused to the melted staircase. Yeah, that part will, I don't think will ever be explained to us. I don't think we'll ever get to that part. It's just magic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically Rick Flag does what he needs to do. He crushes the heart and Enchantress dies. Like in the, in the sense of like old time films where it's like, oh, and you're dead. And yeah. she did like a classic blah. And it's like, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Um, and it, it just dwells on that moment. It dwells on this moment that we've created where Rick flag is, is in love with this girl. He can't have the girl mm-hmm. cause she's an evil witch. Now she can't like teleport out of this thing right now. I guess I'm, I'm guessing that she's just like too tired and too spent. They have the heart in her hand. Doesn't matter. She was teleporting when Amanda Waller had the heart in the case. Yeah, but she was dying until Incubus could help her, give her some energy to keep going. Um, and so Incubus had to share his power to get her. And so with them holding the heart and the ability for them to destroy the heart, it's almost like holding Goku's tail kind of thing. 
It's like no, 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 no. She was teleporting just fine before she teleported. She, she turned. Yes, she, she was turned, teleporting. She, she teleported, wasn't teleporting fine. She was teleporting fine. She teleported into Amanda Waller's bedroom. Bad. She was teleporting fine into the bedroom, into the locked closet, saw Incubus's statue, sized everything up, and teleported back. She scoped the place out and went back. Yeah. That happened. That was fine teleporting. Yes. The only time teleporting became bad was, was when, when she, was she bolted and Amanda was stabbing the yeah, heart. And they she can said, do oh, it now. Crap, now I'm stabbing. She, she but cannot. She could. She can't teleport. Why not? Because then they'll destroy the heart. They're like, all right, you're going to dip? Sure, you can do that, but we're going to destroy this heart right now. She can right. teleport. But where's but she going to go? Yeah, I guess. Where's okay. she going to go? I mean, yeah, she's backed into a corner kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. So they're just, they'll just end up destroying the heart if she leaves. Now, is this, um, Cara Delavine? Cara? Cara? It's, yeah, it's still Cara Delavine. This is her right here yeah. in the black makeup and like. It doesn't look the, like it, right? No, not at all. But like, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, um, movements that she's doing, especially when like Katana's about to raise her sword. She's like grabbing her leg. And like doing still like jolty movements and stuff like that, even from this far shot right here. Um, no, 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 go back. Hang on, she's doing that, and then raises it like right here. She's like still like like feral kid kind of. Yeah, it's still, up. it's still Kara. bent. Mm-hmm. It's still Kara. Mm-hmm. Good acting. Yeah. yeah, she's good character acting. She does really good character stuff in this. I, I I'm not. I, I keep saying it, but Enchantress is not the bad part of this movie. Um, she does a lot of great things and. There's a lot of criticism for Kara's portrayal because, again, it's one of those you started out as a model or like a internet personality and now you're in filmmaking. True, but she's one of the better ones. She's the one that I actually believe wants to, you know, give into a character 100%, become a character uh, for a film, and, and I enjoy that. Is um, that her voice? The. The mystic voice, the mystic yeah, older woman. Yeah, it, it is with effects added to it. Um, that's all done uh, ADR. But yeah, that is her voice. Because um, you can hear her accent still in some capacity. Um, and yeah, it, it works out very well. I, I like her. I like her performance. Um, props to her in this film. I can't say for every film because I don't follow her that much. But um, it's uh, Valerian. the same. I really liked her in Valerian. It's the same thing with Jai Courtney in this film. It's like, I can't judge every Jai Courtney film, but I know he delivers in this film. I know that he does give his all in this film for Captain Boomerang, the Captain Boomerang that they wanted. Um, I I like it, at least for the original shots. Um, When it comes to reshoots and stuff like that, that's up to, you know, the studio saying what they want to see in the film. Um, but yeah, with that being said, we're going to wrap up for today. I didn't know that she's, um, she's with, uh, St. Vincent. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know. Finding that. out that right now. She's, she's 26 years old, mm-hmm. born in 1992, dating St. Vincent. I don't know who that is. The, the musician, St. Vincent. I thought that was two people. Well. Is St. Vincent not two people? Is it one person? No, it's just one uh, Annie Clark. Oh, you could just uh, so one person from St. Vincent, or is that person's name St. Vincent? 
St. Vincent, Annie Clark, professionally known as St. Vincent. Huh. I did not know that. Um, cool. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you could join us to talk about today's minute, um, any other minute of Suicide Squad Minute, any other DC-related topics that you want to talk about. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 120 of Suicide Squad. 